You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, we do not have an honorary Angry Mason this week. No, we do not. Because we got... The one and only O-G-A-M-P-D-P. What's up, fellas? P-D-P, welcome back. For a record, what is it, third time? Fourth time? Fourth time. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. The OG PDP back in the house once again, along for the full ride. How has life been uh, for you the last few weeks since we talked to you last, PDP? Oh, things have been good. I'm uh, expanding my horizons, looking mm-hmm. to get a little more culture in my life. So I think I'm about, about taking in some uh, Downton Abbey <laughs> or, or maybe origami. Oh. Why not both, I say. Well, origami oh. is a very laborious exercise. Oh. You have to be, you have to have and, a joint and dexterous fingers. And I'm pretty sure Downton Abbey is in another language, so <laughs> it's a mm. tough decision for me. Mm. Ryan, I think uh he might just have our next uh new segment, you know, we could have an origami segment and uh you know, we can tell everyone everything we know about origami. It is the ancient art of martial arts, I believe. Close. I mean, all well, right. Well, paper uh, martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might have to do some fact checking, but uh, <laughs> in general, I think that's legit. I think that's. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> well, uh, welcome back, PDP. And everyone might be wondering where have my favorite Angry Masons been the last couple of weeks? Ryan, we had a little hiatus. Yeah, we did. Not. Mm. Uh, not very little. To you know, according to our rabid fans. We're literally yeah. been frothing at the mouth, waiting for our return. So yeah, froth I hope no the, more. Uh, I hope the suicide rate across the nation has not skyrocketed. Well, you know, with two weeks of being deprived of angry masons. Dan, that's nothing to joke about. Mm. Too soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, it's my fault that we were uh, out of business here for a couple of weeks. I had to spend a little bit t- bit of time in uh, California. Oh, that's something yeah everyone says oh that's awesome you get to spend some time in california unfortunately uh it was all work and no play uh so nothing good really went on there i can tell you though i did get a chance to check out a sneak preview for shazam new dc movie shazam pow that's right dc just has never really lived up to marvel movies to me even their best uh wonder woman aquaman uh I think at best are mediocre Marvel movies. That's what I've always thought. I have to say that this one, though, uh, I think uh, Zachary Levi, I think that's the guy who's who uh, uh, is the main actor here. He was Chuck. You remember that show, Chuck? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, On NBC, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like especially memorable because it had that super hot blonde uh, yes. that was in it. With she was him. a comely yeah. lass. Easy. Ryan, please, watch your language. <laughs> I know. That's... Get a napkin, bro. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, Ryan, back on topic. Uh, Shazam was was pretty damn good, Ryan. It was uh, it was more of a coming of age comedy than a superhero movie. And uh, Zachary Levi looks like he's having the time of his life. It was uh, it was really good. I would give it eight out of ten. Definitely worth checking out. Oh wow, really? Shazam. Yeah, surprising, huh? Really? Yeah. There is a awful. Uh, I think it's a seventies or early eighties TV show. Uh, Shazam. Have you ever seen any episodes of that? I vaguely remember seeing yeah. it as a kid, yeah. and I vaguely remember reading the Shazam, aka Captain Marvel comics, like when I was a kid. Yeah, and I thought it was the shit back then, but I didn't know that it was a like a little kid, or, or that turned into Shazam. Or I probably would not have been that into it because even when I was a kid, I didn't fucking like kids. You know, <laughs> people were like, "What? What? You're a kid? Like, yeah, I don't like these motherfuckers." Man, and, I've been slapping babies for like forty years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been slapping babies since I was a baby. That's that's good to know. Well, uh, I, I didn't really have any preconceptions about Shazam. I wasn't too familiar with it, although I did look up that awful 70s TV show just out of curiosity before I went to see it. If, re- refresh my memory. Did, did he ride a motorcycle in that 70s show? Uh, I only watched about two minutes of it. 
uh, <laughs> because it was just so bad. Uh, I couldn't force myself uh, to do it, you know, to watch any more of it. But uh, I thought this one was funny. It has a nice homage to Big in it, uh, which, uh, you know, it's clearly inspired by. So uh, overall, uh, really good. Eight out of ten. Check it out. I know it's a huh. surprise. <laughs> I might do that if I have a free movie pass. Yeah, uh, we'll see what we can do about that. So uh, so that's what I did with my free two hours in my two <laughs> weeks in California. Uh, what about uh, what about you there, Ryan? Anything exciting happening? Well, I'll admit the past couple of weeks have been kind of a crappy attitude, you know. And then I oh. realized that, um, you know, the universe is literally what we make it. Like oh. when you project out negativity there's a lot of negativity in in your world and when you bust out positivity you know maybe positive things happen it's like schrodinger's cat you know like the cat is both alive and dead until you open that box so i'm choosing to decide that that cat is going to be a fluffy live little kitten rather than opening it up to a maggot infested cat corpse so, yeah, even if it's delusional, which it probably is delusional, which may be preceding a psychotic break from reality, I'm choosing to stay positive. I have no idea how to break that down. Uh, you uh, you have blown my mind, Ryan. I am both appalled uh, and uh, intrigued by that. See, rant. I don't have yeah. so much a personality as I have a jumble of personality disorders, each fighting it oh. out with each other for supremacy. Well, you know that makes you you uh, unique, Ryan. So you should just go with that. It, be who you are. Oh, it's worked for me so far, and not worked for me. Schrodinger's cat. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any uh, any Bumble updates for us? Yeah, I deleted that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? What, what yeah. happened? You you called it quits already, huh? You, you know just what gave happened? Up on it. Nothing happened. That's uh, what happened. So I'm like, you know, I paid my twenty five bucks to see if. You know, anyone who's interested in me, I can see their profile. Yeah, that like that never happened. So, you know what? Hey, it's some people's fate to uh, uh, not have someone in their life. So, you know, huh. I'm just going to own up to it and be positive. Yes. Well, positive. Ryan, I am positive that there is someone out there for you. But uh, you, you usually you find that person when you stop looking. That's how it goes. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I probably leave my house ever, ever, like ever. That also is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out uh, single chicks don't go just knocking on your door unless they're selling Girl Scout cookies. Ding dong. Look at the first one. Like, you know. What? I saw that in a porno once. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure that's not how it actually goes. That could be a fictional. Could be a little fictionalized, Paul. Fan fiction. (laughs) I'm holding Mm -hmm. out hope. (laughs) Hey, keep your fingers crossed. That's what's been going on with us the last couple of weeks. Uh, I will mention there's no football segment today, but some breaking news right before uh, we started taping this episode. The uh, AAF appears to uh, be done for. It seems to uh, uh, be circling the drain and headed down the toilet. Oh, gee, who could have <laughs> no! predicted that? Except everyone. <laughs> everyone predicted that. I look, mean, you thought for sure it would make it till next year and then merge with the XFL, right? So uh looks like it came in under expectations. Yeah. And you know what? It's still the timing of the thing. If you want to be successful with an off-season football package, start after March Madness, right? What's going on now? Baseball? You know, you have like the, the lead up to the NBA playoffs, which is an entire another fucking season, basically. So, yeah, that's when people will want more football, not right after the Super Bowl. You can't go from watching the highest caliber players playing each other in a in a game, an ultimate game, and then the next week go to Scrubs who didn't even make the league. Well, I think the final nail in the coffin was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, there were discussions between the AAF and the NFL about uh, – players on the NFL roster being eligible to play in the AAF during the off season. So now we're not talking starters or probably even backups, but people at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the depth chart, or maybe on the practice squad, but apparently that conflicts with some rules in the collective bargaining agreement. So uh, despite the discussions that didn't happen, I think without a uh, injection of, of, of talent, these guys, uh, it it just wasn't going to work in the long run. Yeah, and from what I understand, the NFLPA, the Players Association, their union, 
could not negotiate that with the AAF without having to entirely renegotiate the um, contract with the NFL itself. So that Which clearly wasn't going to happen, right? Because then, then you're talking about uh, strikes or whatever, and it's Lock never outs. pretty in the NFL. Yeah, well, every time they try to renegotiate that contract, it ends up really messy. Well, uh, as you know, the old ball coach, uh, now he, he's a coach in the AAF, or the now defunct AAF, uh, and uh, he coached the Orlando Apollos. Uh, Coach Spurrier, he uh, he, d- he reached deep into the bag of tricks to win a whole bunch of games in the league. Seven and one, boom! Best record right. in AAF, uh, Hall of Fame, lock it, AAF. <laughs> well, as you know very well, being a big Gators fan, uh, the old ball coach, well, uh, he's he's got a mouth on him. So the press contacted him today uh, after news of the AAF's folding broke, and uh, Spurrier said, "Quote: We're all disappointed." But on the other side, we're the champs, right? We're seven and one, and the next teams are five and three. <laughs> so, you know, uh, he's not taking any time to mourn. He's basically gone ahead and declared his team champions of the now defunct AAF. Oh no, he'll have to take all that money and go to the golf course again. <laughs> he'll probably make his own trophy. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will. Well, yeah, certainly he's not hurting for cash, and you know he went into this assuming they were never going to make it through a full season. So oh, he's, he's got he can't big be visor money. <laughs> he can throw those visors all damn oh, day. Oh, all day. Did he even have to throw his visor in the AAF? Or? He had someone to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> they did lose one game, so I'm sure at some point he threw that visor in their one loss. You think he said, "How? what's the over-under on dadgummits in that game? Dadgummit. <laughs> dadgummit. Dadgummit. That's it. At least five. <laughs> well all right so goodbye to the aaf and um you know have we watched spurrier coach his last ball game i think yeah i mean yeah i think he's done he has nothing yeah, left to prove no not after conquering the aaf <laughs> i mean that was yeah. the last hurdle i mean he might as well pull a costanza and just you know get out while he's on top so yeah uh, i yeah. think that's have a festivus and roll it. Time You'll to hang up be, that visor. Yep. Always be remembered as that seven and one AF, AAF coach. Whew. <laughs> yep. That's a legacy. Oh my right gosh. <laughs> the pantheon mm-hmm. of coaches now for sure. <laughs> what was confusing to me is I always thought AAF it was like an Alcoholics Anonymous like football league or something. <laughs> mm. Or like anorexic as fuck or something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anorexic like what the fuck. hell? Just straight skinny dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any big motherfuckers up in here. So, All right. So uh, that's what's been happening with us and what's on our mind. Uh, but this isn't just any normal episode that you're along, PDP. Uh, this week, we've got a special. It's a now extended edition of Wacky News. All right, fellas, this first one, I'm not going to lie, it's pretty gross. How gross is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a uh, Brooklyn-based sex worker, who is gender fluid, by the way, uh, shocks social media users. Why is that funny? Okay. That's how this person identifies. He's just laughing at gender fluids. Uh (laughs) Okay. I understand like that. Uh, well, a sex worker has shocked social media users after uploading a sickening toilet-licking selfie video. Wait, what? Huh? So she, he or she mm-hmm. licked a toilet. Like their own toilet? Like in their own home? or No, uh, this was actually an airplane toilet seat. And uh, the caption read, licking the airplane toilet seat because I'm gross like that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gross. I I can guarantee you one thing. He or she would not try that shit when I'm flying out to Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what you don't say to the stewardess. Uh, You don't say, uh, we better land this plane because I'm about to drop a bomb in here. (laughs) That's what you should not say. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Never mind if I lick these toilets. (laughs) You can say that. You know, I'll be flying in first class, and they might let me. 
Hey, throw down a 20 spot. <laughs> Just here's 20 bucks. Let me in that bathroom for 15 minutes. That's all I need. No baby. questions asked. That's all I need. I'll tell you this, though. Uh, this may be a gender fluid sex worker, uh, but to me, she, uh, she kind of looks like a young cutie here. So uh, either she's a very well transitioned guy uh, who has fooled me, uh, or she's a girl who has made licking the toilet seat sexy. You know what? It's the 21st century. If you find the person pretty, just fuck. Just fuck them. <laughs> does it matter anymore? No. 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 Hey, it's all it a social construct, so whatever yeah. it is in your mind, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm so I'm old. I guess we're from a simpler time, you know, where, uh, yep. you know, as long as me and the other person get off, mostly me, okay, as long right. as I get off, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even have to be another person. No. No. As long as, as long as I'm satisfied yeah with my own self <laughs> thank you fleshlight <laughs> oh, if anyone's listening from fleshlight we are looking for sponsors <laughs> hit us up <laughs> i'll even leave a good review on amazon which who uh, leaves reviews for sex toys on amazon <laughs> who is that person dude they're mostly me different aliases <laughs> <laughs> is that how you get your writing career started yeah that's i mean those are all my published clips <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night the flashlight with the anus attachment just <laughs> glistened in the moonlight beckoning me yeah, oh, I, wow. did not, I didn't go that's for the anal attachment oh you're yeah. not no, i'm on a budget stuff. man <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right i'm well. kidding i don't own a flashlight but if I did, I don't know. It would be the alien vagina. Oh yes, the blue one. Of course, the blue one. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a green one. You <laughs> sick fuck. You sick fuck. What the fuck, PDP? <laughs> Wait, what? We let you guest host, and you that's bring the green shit vaginas into this that you bring up in here. I did not what bring the fuck? this. Damn it, PDP. Don't put this on me. Don't you put this on me. Oh, my God. You know what? That's enough about licking the toilet seat. So, Oh, that's uh, where we started. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's, there's no reason to go back to that. Okay. Uh, let, let's, okay. Let's, let's just go ahead uh, and move on away from that. So, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that shit again. Oh, my God. Uh, so... Ryan at PDP, if you remember, I know it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks, and that's longer than your short-term memory usually goes. But we had um, we had a little segment where we talked about time travel. Just to refresh your memory. Well, get this, guys. We aren't the only ones who have solved the issue of time travel. A time traveler from 2045 has passed a lie detector test and reveals who's going to be president. So, okay, I'll bite who's going to be president in 2045. The president is going to be Martin Luther King Jr.'s granddaughter, Yolanda Renee King. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. And uh, she, by the way, is in fact noted as the greatest president of the United States in 2045. Oh, right. oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. And, and not only that, but uh, she's going to be a very young president because she's uh, going to be 36 years old in 2045. Oh, just making the minimum requirement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I think that would uh, definitely make the youngest president, right? So I don't think there's been one yeah. that's near that requirement as there. So. And knowing our society, probably the first woman president. Yeah. At this rate? Mm, yeah, I guess it's, it's kind of fucked up. I know. Oh, it's horrible. Like, we're the last developed country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are very backwards. Yeah, we have we are backwards, but let's not get into politics. Instead, we're talking about uh, we're talking about this guy from 2045. Uh, he's a time traveler and he claims the uh, future commander in chief, as we mentioned, is the greatest president the country has ever seen. And apparently he's born in December of 2019. He knows many things about the future. So he agreed to take part in a film lie detector test with Apex TV in a bid to show people he's telling the truth. And apparently he passed. Uh, he passed with flying colors. Uh, he also claims that there are dinosaur parks where uh, dinosaurs have been cloned. Uh, he says there are dinosaur zoos with T-Rex and a velociraptor. If they existed, you can see them. So now that, that sounds real. 
<laughs> yeah, this sounds like Jurassic Park. Yeah, that sound, oh, that's why it sounds familiar. <laughs> okay, sorry. I take that back. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, you passed a lie detector test, so at least means he believes it's true, right? I don't know how easy it is to uh, fraudulently pass a lie detector test, so yeah, maybe. I mean, shit, I don't know. Yeah, keep shrugging at the microphone, PDP. That's it's very helpful. Hey, I believe the guy, man. <laughs> it sounds familiar to me. <laughs> well, Ryan, as we have established, uh, I have solved the issue of time travel. And very soon, you and I are going to take a trip through time. And we're going to bring our listeners with us. The adventures of Dr. Wynn and the Mad Boucher. That's right. Dr. Wynn and Kid Boucher to the rescue. It's going to oh, be great. Professor and... Wynn and the Mad Boucher. Uh, not doing definitely... any Kid it's definitely Kid Boucher. Ryan, there has been a tidal wave of support as listeners have reached out over the last couple of weeks to give a good thumbs up uh, to Kid Boucher. Uh, you might even start a Kid Boucher fan club. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Damn it. <laughs> I don't get Vito. Final Cut, I forgot. <laughs> That's right, you son of a bitch. That's right. So, um, moving on to our next story. This one comes for us from Australia, where a man is suing his boss for bullying him by farting. God damn it. <laughs> That's such an Australian thing to do. Oh, I'm fucking suing my brothers. <laughs> what did your brothers like fart in pillowcases, then hold it over oh, your head? All that stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> All the classics. <laughs> All the classics. Dutch oven. Well, uh, the uh, plaintiff testified he had moved out of a communal office space, uh, office space to avoid Supervisor Greg Short's flatulence. Uh, he told the court that <laughs> Short would then would enter uh, uh, his small windowless office several times a day and break wind. He says, quote, quote, uh, alleged that Mr. Short would regularly break wind on him or at him. Mr. Oh, Short thinking, <laughs> Mr. Short thinking this to be funny. <laughs> well, yeah, it is objectively. I like that. It's either subjectively, that's fucked up. On him or at him. Don't, don't you point that at me. <laughs> oh, you farted well, right on me. My mouth is open. <laughs> I can taste it. The uh, plaintiff, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hintz, uh, says uh, he would spray Short with deodorant and call his supervisor, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stinky. <laughs> I mean, if you're that unoriginal, you come up with Mr. Stinky. Okay, I'm going to fart on this guy, too. Oh, yeah. What's his address? <laughs> he says uh, he would fart behind me and walk away. He would do this five or six times a day. <laughs> they call that crop dusting. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Short told the court he did not recall breaking wind in Hink's office, but I may have done it once or twice. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember, but I may have. I've been flying a lot of sorties lately. <laughs> Oh, my God. And so how did the case turn out? Well, uh, unfortunately for the plaintiff, the court found that Short did not bully or harass Hinkst. Uh, <laughs> Hinkst failed to establish that uh, uh, the company had been negligent. Apparently, flatulence in Australia does not count as assault. I'm just letting this be known right now. I'm putting out this, this out to the universe. If you purposely fart on me or at him, we go around and around <laughs> with farts. <laughs> no, because I don't trust farts. I'm too old to. <laughs> well, um, guys, this next story comes from uh, Arizona, and I have to say, it's making me a little angry. I, I'm, I might just lose my temper here. What? Uh, what was that all about? Well, it has to do with a man who is a transient has been charged with bestiality for trying to have sex with a cat. Oh, no. Oh, oh that's yes, that's good. right. A poor, innocent, cuddly, beautiful cat uh, was morassed, morassed, was harassed uh, and molested. That's morassed, by the way. In case you didn't know, you put those together. So the poor cat was morassed uh, by a 40, 40 year old Michael Navage. Holy shit, uh, he I was taken was, into custody. I think I was morassed in the Boy Scouts once. <laughs> Well, that's legal right now. now. They let all those Sorry. people in now. It's socially acceptable, Ryan, so you oh, need to get God. with the times. 
Got it. My bad. Yeah. On Wednesday, March 20th, a caller reported to police that uh, Navaj had taken his cat into the bathroom and it, quote, it sounded like the cat was hurt and screaming, uh, according to the police report. Uh, Caller also told police that Navaj called out for help saying that cat was stuck on his penis. (laughs) (laughs) This cat attacked me. You know what? If you try to fucking cat, you get what you get. (laughs) I say leave it on. Yeah. No. Let that cat get its vengeance. That's your new dick warmer. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, I see how angry some cats get when you pick them up when they aren't feeling that. Uh, oh my so I can't God, imagine I can, what happens yeah. when you pick up a cat and try to uh, molest it. So uh, the uh, police uh, report states that when the officer arrived and went into the bathroom, he saw Navaj naked standing in the middle of the bathroom <laughs> with a cat partially wrapped in a towel placed <laughs> by his genitals. Police say Navaj said he was, quote, only drying his cat off. <laughs> Drying the spooge off. This is the way he likes to be dried. First, I put it. <laughs> now, God damn it! I'm not going to do what everyone expects me to do and say something about. Oh, he's just trying to get a little pussy. No, I'm not going to no. do that. Not today. No, don't no. take the low hanging fruit, Ryan. Don't do it. No, Mm-mm. not today. Not today. No. Next week, maybe. Tomorrow morning, call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, the get shot of the. Uh, the story gets worse uh, from there. But it gets worse? I know. How the fuck does it get worse? Well, here's how it gets worse. Uh, witness, one of the witnesses at the scene told police he heard Navaj in there yelling at the cat and calling the cat a whore. Uh, so, <laughs> I know what you meant. Not only was that cat morassed, uh, it was verbally abused. Uh, and I say, let's give this man the chair. Uh, he deserves death. <laughs> I give you catnip and this is how you treat me. <laughs> the verbal abuse. That's a step too far. Yeah. This may surprise you, but the police found methamphetamines, drug paraphernalia, and forged money uh, in Nabaj's possession. No. You probably blame the cat. Fucking. Like, <laughs> this whore ass cat. This cat is a dealing meth. <laughs> dealing meth. I'm going to teach it a lesson. <laughs> You're going to learn today. <laughs> Well, this guy better learn his lesson because uh, he now faces multiple felony charges, including bestiality, intentional cruel mistreatment of an animal, possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia and forgery. Uh, uh, That is a lot of felonies. So uh, good luck to this guy. I hope he gets everything he deserves. Oh, I'm sure he will in jail. Oh, no, he won't get mental health treatment. (laughs) Not not what he actually deserves. (laughs) Oh, you mean the the sodomy and the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now, you two are going to be in uh, Colorado soon. You're going to be visiting me out here in scenic. Uh, Where Grand the beer Junction. flows like wine. That, uh, <laughs> well, it is from the Colorado Rockies. So, but the beer's, uh, you know, it's like Coors Light or something. So, I don't uh, fucking know light beer. Hold on. <laughs> of first off, I have to say this, right? Because uh-huh. there's not, not much I really feel passionate about in this life because I'm dead inside. But mm. positivity. It is against my religion that I kind of just made up to never drink light beer. I mean, life is far too short. Oh, okay. drink watered right. down shit. Yeah, just drink yeah. water. Yeah. Mick Ultra? That's blasphemy. While you guys are here visiting, I also mentioned that um, Utah is uh, just about 20 minutes away, and uh, we get all sorts of colorful visitors from the great state of Utah. Is it sweet? Yeah, it's the land of Mormons and their magic underwear, right? That's what I've heard. Yes, magic that is underwear. what I've heard. Yeah. Well, uh, like this it. next story comes from Utah, from Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, this one, it's about a mother of the year, Ryan. Oh, nice. It is. Uh, this mother is charged for giving children lap dances, drugs, and alcohol at a birthday party. Yes. Coolest mom ever. ever. In Utah. Oh well, according God. to uh, charging documents, 40-year-old Rihanna Renee Nivens partied with at least 12 minors, ranging in ages of 14 to 17. Uh, during the party, minors drank alcohol and smoked marijuana, uh, <sighs> and Nivens knew about it, even joining in to drink with some of the teens. The phrase victimless crime pops into my head for some reason. <laughs> There's no crime. Well, no. well, this is where the crimes uh, really come in. Uh at one point, Nivens went upstairs where, uh, according to court documents, she, quote, put on a risque outfit, which they described as red and black lingerie, which exposed the defendant's breasts, buttocks, and vagina. Uh, Nivens danced sexually for about 10 minutes, including Giverl giving uh, several minors lap dances. 
They did not ask for them. <laughs> well, if it's 10 minutes, can you really do several in 10 minutes? I think I could. Well, I think I will. Okay. I'm going to start right now. <laughs> I'm going to get my dollar bills out. <laughs> uh, Nivens is facing, is facing the following charges. Uh, four counts of dealing in harmful material to a minor by an adult. Uh, that's all third degree felonies. Uh, four counts of lewdness, which is a class B misdemeanor. And four counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Uh, which is also a class B misdemeanor. So uh, it looks that's like some fair. jail time. Jail time not, is in store for her. That's not fair. These kids were probably delinquent before she got there. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you know, they were probably sitting around drinking and smoking, and she just happened to, upon it and like, you know what? You know what? Just have a fucking party. You know what? <laughs> they probably were a bad influence on her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's true. Maybe she was just minding her own business, and then uh, you know they, they started her up right? drinking or something. Yeah, and... little uh, Salt Lake City surprise. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call that? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> First of all, I'm surprised that they even have crotchless underwear in Salt Lake City. Oh, they yeah. Were you think that it might be like? Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I'm pretty like sure that's against the law. Underground connection and shit. Yeah, Amazon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that out loud, man. Sorry. Oh, my bad. A lot of people don't know about that. (laughs) It's on the DL. Yeah, you know, I recently spent a uh, weekend at a cabin on the mountains in Utah, and the entire time I was there, I was feeling repressed. Sexually? Uh, I mean, uh, in all ways, because I was in Utah. I just felt that Um, any moment Mormons were going to come out and attack me. Fortunately, (laughs) I escaped unharmed. uh, I escaped. (laughs) <laughs> perhaps <laughs> perhaps the mormon reputation is not all it's cracked up to be Wait, so what, they're not what the as dangerous you, what the fuck are you doing in utah anyway are you doing like a documentary like <laughs> you're trying to find bigfoot or for my birthday my wife and i uh, oh. escaped to a uh, nice cabin on a snowy mountain uh and uh and got away from everything it was it was it was very nice oh that sounds cool i guess if you want yeah, to get away from everything utah is a good place to start it's uh it's odd because uh it's moab utah which is a uh uh, you know, it's a it's a serious destination uh, for tourists uh, looking to get away from things in the summer, but not so much in the winter. Uh, but that's a couple hour drive from here. That entire way, there are no towns between here and there and uh, like zero. Uh, all the exits say no services. And uh, at one point I had to get off onto a little two lane road that went through an abandoned town that just had nothing but burned out buildings. That sounds pleasant. I know. Too bad you weren't in the mystery machine, right? <laughs> I know. Do mystery there. <laughs> wasn't, for those, wasn't for those damn kids. Well, let's move on to our next story, which uh, comes from China. Ryan, uh, if you remember, quite some time ago, we had a story about a Chinese boy who tried to put a phone charger, a phone charger cord, up his penis and required <laughs> surgery to remove it. God damn it! I tried to forget that, but here we are. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, apparently. That wasn't the only small boy in China who likes to put things in his penis that should not be there. You mean out of a billion people, there's like two that want to jam shit up their cock? Out of a billion penises? (laughs) I would say a minimum of two. (laughs) Minimum. Well, uh, it all began when an unnamed boy was taken to uh, Zhejiang uh, University's School of Medicine uh, after he complained of pains in his belly. Hold on, Uh, hold on, hold on. Now, is it really an unnamed boy, or he cannot, or can you not pronounce the name? <laughs> he has not uh, been named here because he's a minor. Okay, he, he's yet to be named by his parents. <laughs> that could <laughs> be as well. If he's gonna make it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's still actually named unnamed boy. <laughs> At least he wasn't born a girl. Then he would have been like left on the side of a mountain or something, isn't that? Damn, what in that's China? so. That's factual. Shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> After x-ray images showed a shadow in his bladder, the boy admitted to what he had done, uh, which is uh, insert 70 balls, each with a (laughs) diameter of 5 millimeters, uh, into his penis. Uh, Not only that, the balls were magnetized. Oh, my God. It's a good thing he didn't jerk off and, like, shoot the dog or something. (laughs) (laughs) You killed (laughs) Badgey. Uh, well, they uh, there were 70 of these, um, and uh, the doctor 70? says, quote, 70, and after we had taken out around 50 balls, the remaining ones formed a line, and we took those out in one go. <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> Y'all form a line, let's go. <laughs> well, 
Um, apparently, those Magnetic Balls are popular among children in China, and a pack of about 200 can be bought online for under 10 US dollars. But incidents such as this have prompted doctors to warn parents against buying them as a toy for their children. But let me get this straight. The record is 70. Are you going to try? <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> get it well, uh, this is the only case of this we know of, and uh, his record is 70. So I guess, yes, the official what? record is now 70. <laughs> how, was, how was one not enough? I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> Well, maybe it'll be better on the second go around. Ah, ah! <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the 59th time. Ah, oh, God! Uh, get this, though. Uh, doctors uh, say that uh, they encounter two or three similar cases per year, with the boys tending to be aged between 10 and 15. Inserted items include uh, electric wires, needles, and in one case, an 8-centimeter ear scoop. What, what the fuck? <laughs> First off, what's eight centimeters? Yeah. Second off, what the fuck's an ear scoop? Now it's a dickle I, scoop. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's what you use to like clean out somebody's ear and scoop out earwax. Like, I, scoop I, it I, out. That's the only thing. It's like a melon I baller. Can, <laughs> I can think of. So, God, uh, so yeah. If you want to be a urologist and filthy rich, just go to China. No. Apparently. Or if you just have a. Excessive magnetic balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, now that we've uh, heard about uh, small boys' penis uh, in China, <laughs> which we hear about too much, we hear too much about yeah, that. Way too much. It's the second time out of twenty-three episodes that we've discussed a small boy's penis. Well, I think uh, one was China, too much. So. <laughs> one, Z- actually, zero is too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for this uh, uh, this last story here, I assume that you guys are aware of famous inventor and businessman Elon Musk. Oh, yes. Invented PayPal, uh, mm-hmm. founded SpaceX, yeah. Tesla. Yeah. Makes, uh, yeah. Calls Senate rescue Tesla. workers pedophiles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he does made his own that. Made his own rocket ship. Smokes dope on podcasts, which he does. Standing invitation, Elon. Pretty sure he flies around Absolutely. a jetpack. Yes, Mr. Musk, if you are listening, if you are, you know, are part of the angry Mason Nation, you have an open invitation to join our podcast and smoke as much weed as you would like. Please. <laughs> bring the good shit. Oh, bring that solar-powered weed. You're a billionaire. You can afford it. Well, there's been a lot of stories about Elon Musk and uh, perhaps some of his drug habits. Clearly, he has plenty of money, more than he can spend. Uh, and uh, you got to wonder, what do you think Elon Musk does with his spare time? I'm surprised this dude has spare time. I think he's one of those guys who like works like 20 hours a day, literally. Well, apparently he had a little bit of spare time because recently he just dropped his first rap track uh, on SoundCloud. And, uh, you know, guys, I got a little clip of it right here for you. Yeah, let's hear this. All all I can say is this is a great commentary on popular music. Because that sounds like fucking Post Malone shit. It does. I've never heard Post Malone. Oh, it sounds just like that crap. Same thing. It's all like the same that even Elon Musk can do this and sound like those jokers. I mean, and isn't that what he did? I he, I gotta imagine he's got all this equipment. He's got the best computers, electronics that oh, money yeah. can buy. He's got the best, uh, clearly the best weed. He could say, "Oh, I don't smoke weed often." That dude was blazed, uh, oh, and he was like, "Watch what I'll make!" Right, and then boom, he spent twenty minutes and made a Harambe song uh, and dropped it, and uh, that's what we get. Question is, did he pull his dick out for Harambe while he's recording? I mean, I assume so. <laughs> This is for you. Obviously. Dick's out for Harambe. I guess that's what it's like to be rich, famous uh, inventor and uh, have a little spare time in your hands. Uh, you just go to prove that you can do anything. Uh, and that includes be a mumble rapper. Dan. Yep. Yeah. Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan. Oh, yeah. I think we went through that entire 
bit with not one Florida Man story. Not one. How did we do that? Hot damn. Yeah. Yeah, finally. Woo! We're clear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, actually, Ryan, uh, lately there's been a little bit of a trend online. Uh, It's gone viral for people to Google their birth date and come up with a Florida Man story that matches. And uh, we reached out to our loyal listeners. And guess what, Ryan? Uh, I uh, plugged our birthdays in. I've got four Florida Man stories lined up for you right now. Son of a bitch. No. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. All right. So uh, first off, we got PDP's birthday. uh, And uh, this one uh, is about a Florida man who's accused of burning his son in order to teach him a lesson about fire. (laughs) What is that? Don't fuck with dad when he's drunk. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that might be. Uh, the boy showed up at uh, preschool uh, with a oh, fresh shit. injury on his wrist and told staff his father had burned him. The boy's mother said she and her husband noticed a burn mark on his bedroom door and warned him about the dangers of fire. By uh, lighting him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, she left the room and heard the boy screaming moments later. Apparently, the dad decided to burn the boy with a torch-style lighter to teach God him a damn. lesson. But he didn't spank him. So. It's true. So he's, right, he's, so he's good to go. He's progressive. Oh, that, is, that is Florida's version of progressive discipline. That's what that was. Hey, if it works, it works. You play with fire, you're going to get burned. Just like this. <laughs> well, uh, this next story comes from uh, good old West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, which is appropriate uh, because it's for my birthday. Uh, and this one is about a Florida man and woman uh, during the recent uh, super blood wolf moon. Uh, well, uh, they decided they were going to watch the moon by lying in the middle of the road, and that's when a patrol car ran them over. <laughs> what the? <laughs> the middle of the road? Why? How? Why are you? Oh God! That to me sounds uh, like some meth heads, and coincidentally, it was this crazy full moon. <laughs> <laughs> the pair went into a par uh, a a road um, uh, through a park and uh, decided that the best place to see this moon eclipse was to lay in the middle of the road. That is when an officer who was patrolling the trail uh, at about 11.30 at night ran over the two people with his 2018 Ford Explorer. Uh, That (laughs) officer has been placed on leave. Uh, But uh, don't worry, the uh, pair were taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, uh, Police described them as 24 years old and said they were alert and talking with officers at the hospital. Yeah, they were saying things like, why did this guy run me over? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're in a closed park on a trail, uh, you know, on a road through the park, uh, you probably, probably aren't really expecting dark. people. Yeah, you're not expecting people to be laying in the middle of the street. So I can't say I really blame that cop. Uh, it's just these idiots. How do you not see a car approaching you in the middle of a dark park and not see headlights or hear a car? Because you about fucked up. Blind, yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> this next uh, story comes from Stewart, Florida, uh, which uh, oh, not too far, uh, not too far from where you are uh, there, Ryan. Yeah, so maybe you know Stewart. this. Yeah, maybe you know this guy. Uh, maybe he's one of your buddies uh, <laughs> or something. But hey, um, <laughs> oh, shit in your elevator. <laughs> That's a guy. <laughs> I know uh, you, man. Well, a uh, Florida man is accused of getting too comfortable near the comforters in Walmart. Oh, my God. I've been in that Walmart. (laughs) I've been on those comforters. (laughs) Uh, Well, 31-year-old Dennis Palmer was charged with exposure of sexual organs after exposing himself in the pillow aisle. Newspaper says uh, an officer asked him why he was exposing himself. Palmer replied uh, he was just itching himself because he has crabs. (laughs) (laughs) oh didn't was he he, now like the the venereal disease right not like he went to the seafood section got some crabs put (laughs) it i'm pretty sure he's talking about uh yeah he's talking about uh having crabs in the patch ryan uh not uh no i don't know if this has anything to do with this story but i think i did get crabs from that store (laughs) i didn't know you were a crabage patch kid too (laughs) How do you know it was from the store? <laughs> well, I started itching right around the comforter area. 
Why are you oh, rubbing okay. comforters on your boss? I was taking a nap. Oh. I sleep in the nude. <laughs> testing them out. <laughs> I gotta know what it feels like at home. Well, uh, well, surveillance video reportedly showed the man doing more than scratching for several minutes. Uh, <laughs> for so several he, minutes. He was arrested <laughs> and banned from the Walmart. Thank you. Thank you for banning him. Uh, All right. Well, this, uh, this last one. Uh, well, Ryan, this one comes from your birthday. Uh, and it is from Sebastian, Florida. Oh, we used to go clamming up there when I was a kid, and you could still get away with that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I don't know if that's a <laughs> euphemism for something, but whatever it is. No, it's a euphemism for it. digging in the muck with a fucking garden rake and, and grabbing uh-huh. clams out of the dirt. And then, yes. Is that still, what they, it's a new is that what they call the back door? <laughs> what? No. No. What? No, the clam. Was... We don't need to hear about your stories, okay? We're trying to talk about <laughs> a, a Florida man from Sebastian, okay? We don't need to hear about your deep-seated issues from your childhood, or a biology lesson about where exactly. the clam is. Uh-huh. Talking about playing in the mud. We don't need to hear I'll, about that. I will punch you in your clam when I get to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys remember long ago when we were kids. Uh, in the 80s and maybe into the 90s, uh, a big uh, popular toy that was sold on television was uh, the Big Mouth Billy Bass. Oh, my God. That was the pinnacle of redneckness. Oh, yeah. Here's just a little clip of what uh, Big Mouth Billy Bass sounded like. Well, that sounds beautiful. It's a wonderful cover. Oh. I can just see that bass now. Whoever mm-hmm. invented that is just one rich bass hole right now. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that was, that was <laughs> terrible. Well, a Florida man was arrested after uh, slapping uh, someone in an argument <laughs> with Big Mouth Billy Bass, the singing fish. <laughs> oh, I got to know if it started going off when contact was made. <laughs> Take me to the water. <laughs> well, apparently one man loved the fish so much that he just continued to play with it and uh, continued having it sing that song. Uh, and so another man was so upset, he grabbed the fish and threw it into the trash. Uh, that's when the first man uh, found out, grabbed it out of the bin and threw it at the other guy, hitting him on the head and causing a uh, gash above his eye. Uh, the the gentleman was booked into the Indian River County Jail and released on $500 bond for a salt with a bass. <laughs> God damn. That is the redneckiest thing I've heard today. Yo, you gotta turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, you thought you were going to make it through some wacky news. Uh, you know, and Ryan, we were gone for two weeks. The wacky news cart was overflowing. Uh, so we had to have an, a special extended edition. And uh, you just can't have wacky news without visiting Florida and talking about the Florida man. Yeah. Thank you, Twitter. Thank you for making Florida man famous again. PDP, uh, everyone loves uh, your stories about your time in the Navy. So I thought we might have a little bit of time here for another salty sea story. All right, so when you're in the Navy, especially deck department, and you're out to sea, you do a lot of laborious work. So you're constantly tired. And this happened to be one of these days, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to get some sleep. So I went into the head, sat on the toilet, and uh, rested my elbows right above my knees, and then put my... uh, chin in my palms i have been doing this on and off for a couple weeks you really don't get that comfortable so after about 20 30 minutes you kind of wake up a little bit of pins and needles in your feet but hey you got a little cat nap this particular time man i was out so one of my buddies his name is ramirez i hear him saying hey pdp pdp like he sees my feet you know, um, you know, underneath where the stall is. And he's like, Petty Officer Bush is looking for you. He's getting, he wants to tell the first lieutenant. 
that you haven't been at your duty station for like an hour and a half. Like as I'm hearing this, I'm starting to, to wake up and I get a little freaked out because I don't want to get in trouble for dereliction of duty for not being where I'm supposed to be. So as soon as I stand up, my legs, they're beyond asleep. I mean, these bitches don't work. I immediately, when I stood up, like collapsed and I reached out to grab the, uh, the stall door to stop myself from falling down. And it like rips the, the, uh, the top hinge just rips out the bottom one bends. So the door is kind of like dangling and I'm laying on the ground. Like I I can't get up. My legs literally are fucking broken. These bitches will not let me stand up. My buddy Ramirez is just laughing. And as I'm falling and trying to hold myself onto this door, I just yell, oh, shit, because I think I'm falling. And this alerts people in the next birthing area. There's like 15 people looking at me as I'm I'm on the ground. Ramirez is laughing. So this is how I get caught for being for dereliction of duty. As I'm on the ground, I can't fucking get up. It takes me, it takes me like five, five minutes just to stand up. And then I have all the pins and needles. So I got sent to the... Uh, to the gallery for six months to the gallery to do dishes. Now speaking of duty, did did you wipe? <laughs> no, I mean I was I was asleep. I had my pants up and everything. <laughs> no, this is how I was purposely sleeping in this position. This is how I was getting naps in the morning instead of working. <laughs> and I can tell you that first of all, the the deck on any level, on any ship, is the nastiest fucking place to be. Right, but in the head and falling down face first into it. I hope you disinfected well, yourself. The, oh yeah, it's always nasty, but deck department is always clean. That's just the way really? it is. Oh yeah, huh. because that's half of what we're doing is just cleaning shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to hit the deck anywhere, that's probably the best place. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like I wanted to be down. <laughs> Believe me, you're still wearing shower shoes in there. Oh, <laughs> Here damn. I am laying on. I can't get up. <laughs> and this is how the supervisor finds out that um, not only where I'm not supposed to be, that I, I broke some of the government freaking equipment. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You're lucky uh, all you had to do was some galley duty then. Yeah, but it was six months of washing dishes. <laughs> oh, like how much <laughs> extra time is that? Is that a day of washing? Is it every fucking day? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, dishes? they call it temporary assignment of duty. Like I, le- I had to leave deck department and go down to the galley and then I lived down there. So that was your job for six months. Oh, you yeah, even yeah. moved to where you slept? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's, yep. some, there's some nasty motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, I went. I was actually in the scullery. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, my God. That, it must but, have been awful. But, Dan never wants to hear my salty tales of the sea, so I'll just leave that for some other time, I guess. Well, you know, maybe if you hadn't wasted your time in the Navy uh, and you know, when you really should have been learning how to sail uh, an actual boat. I mean, for God's sakes, you guys <laughs> spent years in the Navy and you can't even <laughs> sail a boat. I mean, what the fuck do they teach you there is what I'm trying to say. You know, Dan, I actually have some thoughts on that. But really? You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Sailboats? How the fuck are sailboats still a fucking thing in the 21st century? You got a hand butter churner on that bitch too, you Amish fuck? Maybe a fucking cotton gin, you Eli Whitney wannabe motherfucker? Shave your beard, you little technophobe bitch. You're probably listening to me like, oh shit, is this what it sounds like right before a person's psychotic break from consensual reality? Well, maybe. But still, I have a very rational hatred of all things sailboat related. I got two words for you. Draw bridges. Probably not what you were thinking. Trolls still live under bridges, only now they wear stank boat shoes and garish Hawaiian shirts and steal my precious time when I'm trying to drive somewhere. But no, I can't just drive on my merry way. Some jackhole with too much money and not enough beatings placed upon their face, breast, chest, neck, and head areas after rob me of 20 minutes of my life as a fucking drawbridge is raised and lowered. And these fucking drawbridges only serve rich shit asses who can't be bothered to buy gas for a motor like a civilized human being. There's no fucking commercial shipping along the intercoastal and Loxahatchee River. No, just an endless parade of assholes on their douche canoes. I have seriously, seriously had to talk myself out of carrying cinder blocks in my trunk so I wouldn't chuck them down on these sailors. 
And that's sailors with a small S. N-D. Because sailors with a capital S are hard-ass, whiskey-drinking, surly fucks like me and my boy PDP. What's up? You want to be all old school and flit about on a catamaran? Fine, you anachronistic blowhole. Then do it without a GPS and refrigeration and a radio to call the Coast Guard when your shit goes badly for you. Go ahead, traditionalist. I fucking dare you. You want to know what privilege really looks like? Someone literally dying in the back of an ambulance because the bridge is up for some yuppie scum who is running late to meet Mumsy at the sailboat regatta. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Ryan, I had no idea that that was a sensitive subject for you. I'm sorry, I will not bring up your inability to sail a boat ever again. Oh, see how it brings it back to me? And Mumsy, she's actually kind of nice. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's a hoe and so is her aunt. <laughs> so is her cat. <laughs> hey, that's too far. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. That's all we have for you this week. Uh, thanks for joining us once again. And uh, thank you, OG PDP, for coming back to the fold uh, and uh, guest hosting with us here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. I feel like we're giving back, back to society. And That's right. Yeah. Is it giving back or are we yeah. just kind of taking more? We're creating culture here. Yeah, we are. That's right. Knitting yeah, the fabric. Get some culture mm-hmm. up in your ear holes. Yeah, we are contributing to the art of humanity. That's what we might be holding here. it together. We're the uh, the duct tape, if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. We are the sticky tape. stuff that holds it together. <laughs> if you want to comment about uh, exactly what Angry Masons are doing for the world, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Angry Masons. Reach us on email, angrymasons at catlover.com. Yeah. Find us on Twitter at Angry Masons. Download new episodes, soundcloud.com slash Angry Masons. Uh, you can always listen on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and of course iTunes. And for God's sakes, give us a review on iTunes, people. You are lazy. Uh, you know, it's like all we have are eight-year-olds, acid eaters, and stoners that listen to this show. Hey, hey, hey! My mom listens. I'm not oh, eight. And your mom? Okay. Yeah, and I don't know mom. if she knows how to yeah. work iTunes though. Oh, all right. Well, and I uh, have to say that our Twitter followers doubled recently. Oh, so oh, now we have excellent. Two. Boom. Oh, what you going to do now? <laughs> the word's getting out. The Angry Mason Nation. Uh, this is the beginning of it right here. Brick so, uh, Yeah, that's right. Those uh, podcast groupies uh, should be hanging out anytime now. You're all welcome. How's uh, how's our new intern, uh, you know, Superfan Jay? How's that working out? Uh, I don't think he knows he's an intern yet, but um, uh, Well, we on gave him the title on air. So uh, there's no getting out of that. You've got that for life. Uh, super yeah, so, now, boy. Uh, Ryan <laughs> yeah. will send you this week's work uh, research, uh, and you're going to need to get right on that. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, you know, let's not have angry, this talk again. Angry Mason, yeah, on angry, angry Mason J, you can't get mm-hmm. rid of us. Just like your herpes, can't get rid of That's that right. either. It's nope. a head piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. He may or may not have herpes. I or a hair piece. <laughs> No comment. All right. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you. Peace.
do Thinking about you We back at the zoo, man Thinking about you